This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We made it. Good morning. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Producer Don McLean also joining us. Whew. This was yeah. a tough week. Yeah. Feels like it's been a, the, the last couple of weeks have been have been very difficult. Absolutely. So it uh, Yeah, but I feel like we're taking a turn for the better. Well, you know, I think yesterday with the uh, George Floyd memorial service that there was it was the beginning of some sort of closure is the wrong word here. Healing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a better word. That that it felt like okay, we're 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 moving in the right direction. Progress. And yeah. As we've looked around, you know, the Twin Cities and even across America, I mean, what we saw over the last week, um, especially when many protests turned violent, and it at times looked like just cities throughout the country were quite literally burning. Uh, we it feels like in a in a few days we've come a, a long way from that and peaceful protest um, are dominating the headlines and uh, maybe we're moving towards some good positive change right absolutely so uh, the memorial so good so I watched the whole thing yeah. yeah um it was really great um you know it drew a bunch of high profile politicians uh, celebrities I could have done without the celebrity shout outs. I think everybody could have done yeah, without the celebrity shout-outs. It wasn't necessary. I don't know, but whatever. I, I feel like Tiffany Haddish is getting a lot of backlash, and I don't really think she did anything. Yeah, what did she, she was she, just there. You know? And then I think Al Sharpton uh, realized that he had forgotten her when he was first going through and giving all the shout-outs, and then they had a song, and then he came back up. And he's like, well, I don't want Tiffany Haddish to be mad at me and talking about me in our next stand-up special. So come on up here, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah that, it got a little little wonky there. Yeah, I think. But so by too. and large, um, it was a really really beautiful, beautiful. ceremony. Absolutely, uh, Al Sharpton did a really great job, uh, as did everybody who spoke. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the people who did speak was um, the brother of George Floyd. I believe we have a little bit yeah. of that clip. Guys that was doing drugs like uh, smokers and homeless people, you couldn't tell because when you spoke to George, they felt like they were the president because that's how he made you feel. It's very nice. A lot of the family uh, spoke. Uh, they spoke about how you could really feel a, a sense of who, not only who George Floyd was, but who this family is and right. how much love and how open and generous uh, they were to people in Houston, mm-hmm. you know, friends and uh, the kids' friends. And uh, I know there was a nephew that lived with them. Mm-hmm. He spoke as well. It was it was really Very well moving. done. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. got the tone that they had a real generosity of spirit, even though the picture that they painted was that they were growing up with very little right but they just like you wouldn't know it like we didn't have much but you wouldn't know it based on just the sort of the countenance of the the family members yes yes i mean some of the stories were were very uh, you know heartwarming how they talked about how they didn't have a washing machine Mm. and how they you know but they're 
you're right, though. Their spirit was uh, positive and, you know, they looked back on those times with kind of fondness. Uh, mm-hmm. They talked about Bitter how they'd sweet. have to dry their clothes in the oven, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Al Sharpton talked about um, how a, a black person with or a black mother or a black baby born into nothing has the exact same rights as a white mm-hmm. baby born with lots of privilege. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so good. I would encourage anybody to go back in and listen to it. We do have a little bit of what uh, Al Sharpton's message was about George Floyd um, dying of racism. He did not die of common health conditions. He died of a common American criminal justice malfunction. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I just got goosebumps. So good. So absolutely go back. And if you can see any of that online, I would encourage you to do so. I hope so. they'd replay it sometime this weekend. Good call, Don. That's a good idea. You know? I agree. That's a good idea, Don. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And go into TV too. I've got a lot of time in the afternoon. You know, I know. Yeah, don't you? I'll be a TV producer. It's fine. I happen to know the uh, the head of programming at Channel oh, Five. Don. I should reach out and ask if Don uh, needs another job. I mean, this oh yeah, Don doesn't get enough work today. I'll be a car mechanic in the afternoon. Oh God! I'm oh. sending a note now to see if we have any plans. I'm just going to see. Do we have any? Maybe we have a plan to rebroadcast it. Oh my God! Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, that would be the best scenario for someone to rebot because i know there were a lot of people working um yesterday afternoon and they they have jobs where they just cannot get away right um and you're just seeing highlights but if you see it in its entirety i would like to say something that might upset people but i'm going to say it anyway because that's my thing okay Uh, here we go i had to you know we were leaving work uh whenever it was on and I was listening in the car. So I had it on in the car, which, you know, the broadcast, I was listening and then continued to listen all the way into my house and then into like listen to the whole thing, watch the whole thing. I was disappointed when I drove by the golf course and um, saw a lot of white people at the at the driving range during this. I'm okay, sorry. Keep unpacking that. I want to say that that was disrespectful. Like this me. is a moment of national We should mourning. all be stopping for a second. And mm-hmm. I do think that the golf ranges have been very, very busy. And mm-hmm. so to miss the money for a couple of hours would, be, would have been okay for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not blaming the golf course for not shutting, but I wish they would have had a better moment in their life. At the, the very least. That the that- optics felt a little weird that maybe there could have been. A, that would have been interesting to see a two-hour like pause yesterday yes. during the during can the we, ceremony. Yeah. Can we all yeah. just stop for a moment and and not golf? Yeah, or even at the very least, uh, stop for eight minutes and forty six seconds, like they did at the memorial. That right. was a powerful thing. Yeah. Right. It was so. That's chilling. what I have to say, and you might not like it, and I'm sure someone will send me an angry, terrible email about have it. Have you had a golf email yet? Just delete it. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. well. I'm looking oh. forward to them this weekend, though. Oh my gosh! I have a family of golfers, so it's not like I'm immune to that whole lifestyle. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know but, that culture. Yeah, yeah. Now I understand that eight minutes and forty six seconds. Powerful. If you missed during the memorial, that was essentially how they ended it, and they just stood, and the organist at the church just played softly, 
and you just stood there for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And then um, you realize how long that actually is. Because mm-hmm. if you're that, if you're uncomfortable standing for that long and not saying anything, think about what George Floyd endured for yeah. that length of time. And oh that's gosh. the whole point. Um, but anyway, check it out if you have a chance. Look for it. See if it, it will keep an eye out and see if somebody will be rebroadcasting it. For sure. I um, just put a note out. Awesome, Put a Steve, note out there. Get us that info. Did you say it was okay. my idea? I did. I mentioned <laughs> your name. Kidding. No, I did. I dropped I, I dropped a Don. They're like, a Don in there. we got it, yeah. okay? Yeah. Stick oh. to radio. <laughs> when we come back on the Donna and Steve show, uh, we're going to have some things that made us go, huh. The cashew is the only nut that you cannot buy in its shell, and there is one very specific and important reason why that is the case. We'll get into that and some other things that make you go, huh, next on Don and Steve. Hey, guys, welcome back. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We're uh, almost back to normal here on the station. Yeah, kind of, sort of. It's a Friday, so we're going to try to squeeze in a... uh, Drunk Donna Stone or Steve? Are we going to do oh, it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Have you heard it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had to listen to a little bit. Of, uh, I couldn't resist. Okay, that um, comes uh, up at 1130. Yeah. Okay, looking forward to that because we could definitely use a laugh today. Yeah, that is for sure. Uh, in the meantime, Steve has some fun facts. Things that make you go. So do you like? You like cashews? Do Love. You? Just had some last night. You ever mm-hmm. think about the cashew? It's the only peanut. It's the only nut that you would never see in its shell. Never see in its shell or never buy in its shell? Have you seen it in its shell? I don't think I have. Well, then don't complicate the okay, matter. Okay. I'm sorry oh I blew up. Oh, my God. Sorry, Don. This is our thing, Don. This is I don't Friday. know if I'm down with it. By well, Friday. you got to be because it's been okay. like this from the first day we started broadcasting. <laughs> Great. But by every Friday, we need a weekend just away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cashews are the only nut that you cannot buy in its shell. But why, they asked. Because the shells are toxic. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. You want them in their shell? You could die. I sometimes will eat a whole peanut in its shell. Yeah. Now that's not suggested, but I will. I, I will do it from time. I mean, to if time. I accidentally get some in my mouth, I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Rough. I'll just put it right in. Just let me have the whole thing. Crunch it down. Right that's down a nice crunch. Oh, nice yeah, salt. salty. Oh, yeah. so salty. I'm gonna go. I'm pretty sure you can't digest it yeah. properly. Because of its, I don't know, like structure. You're getting splinters throughout your intestines. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, I did not know that. It would be well, fun to see it in its shell just because of the way it curls. Yeah, I don't even know what the shell looks like. How did they get it? How did they discover that it wasn't, I mean, it's got a toxic outside. Yeah, who died? Well, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way back when. Someone had cashews and then bang, dead. Happy Friday, everyone, if you're just joining us. Yep. We're supposed to be uplifting today. Sorry. Uh, how about this? This is an interesting historical things that make you go, huh? During the American Revolution, George Washington swore he would never set foot on British soil. So, when a statue of George Washington went up in London in 1921, 
The state of Virginia sent over some dirt, and the statue was erected on top of the Virginia dirt. Oh, my gosh. So he would huh. never, even his statue would never step foot on British soil. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was not a fan. That's extreme. Yeah. Now this on ceiling fans. Oh, I'm looking for a ceiling fan. They if- were in, invented in America in the 1860s. Wow. They were powered by running water, a turbine, and various belts. There you go. That's people who don't want to be hot. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. That's a lot. We'll do everything we can. (laughs) I need a turbine. (laughs) Who's got a belt? Donna, you're looking for a ceiling fan? I am. And now, of course, ads are popping up everywhere. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love it when the internet figures you out. Make my job easier. You know I'm looking for a ceiling fan. Show me the ceiling fans that I don't know are out there. I guess that's I like fair. a good ceiling fan. It really works. It circulates. And they're not all tacky anymore. Like I think some of us look back and we're like, oh, you know, maybe that's fallen a little short of the aesthetic that I'm looking for here. Mm. But now they make all sorts of different yeah. ones that can really look clean. I'm looking and for a seamless. rustic one for the cabin. Oh, they got them. They got them, and I, you, but you can't have one that has the the Yankee thing, the pull thing. You don't want the Yankee thing. Uh, well, because the ceiling's so high, I'm never going to use it. Oh, you won't be able to yank it. It's, yep. Yeah, it's very, very tall. Oh. It's you know, it's peak, a like an apron. Cabin. It is not. Oh, it is wow. too. Well, I guess I suppose, or as Steve would say, you mean you have an upstairs? Yeah, it's like easy, <laughs> braggy, multi level. Oh, you have, you have stairs in your house. That's cool. Uh, oh well, yeah. You should be able to find go. Uh, you can check it out in a variety of places. They have all sorts of different um, ceiling fan options for you. Thanks, Steve. You know who has ceiling fans? Everybody. My friends at Southern Lights. <laughs> yes, I looked they got at a whole Southern ceiling Lights. fan section there. I did look at Southern Lights, and there are different kinds you can get. Like that rusticy thing that you're talking about, you can get it, sister. Origami was started in China. China, not Japan. It made its way to Japan. Uh, in the 6th century, thanks to Buddhist monks. I bet Don has done origami. Oh, I can do a little boat. <laughs> oh, right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hey, I used to write those? my notes on it and put the love boat on the outside. Oh, it's, yeah. that's funny. Remember those things that everyone... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We used to do with the, when you were like a kid, coochie catchers. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. When you do that thing and you'd yeah. open it up mm-hmm. with your hand. Does everyone know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Pick like one, two, three, or four, and then... You open up the... Yes. I My sister that. used to do that all the time. That was fun. Let's Maybe do that. Maybe cootie catcher Let's bring it back. Cootie. I don't know if it's... <laughs> cootie yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Did you say the other thing? Donna. Nope. Okay. Dawn did. You did. You're I'm going to make lady. a little paper boat now. Okay, wow. Dawn's going to make a paper boat and will and you Instagram listen. that? Yeah. Okay. She's going to hang up and listen. You keep talking, Steve. My goodness gracious. Okay, I have another one. Okay. McDonald's second biggest market is in France. America's number one, of course, but um, their, uh, their second biggest market is in France. You would think the French, more artistic, more uh, cultured, but you go there and you'll see a bunch of Mickey D's. Huh. Oh. Interesting. Now hit me with the John Wick fun fact. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anybody saw this story today, but apparently John Wick is only called John Wick, you know, the movie franchise, because Mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves forgot the real title. So every time he would go and do promotion for the movie, which was called Scorn, he kept saying John Wick because he couldn't remember the name of the movie. He could just remember his character's name. Yeah. Hmm. Hi, mm. me, me, me. Um, <laughs> so they changed the title because um, basically the director said, okay, marketing was like, or it was actually the marketing department said, uh, that's four to five million dollars in free advertising so far. So it's John Wick, not Scorn. Wow. That's that, a great. I, I think it, I We're love John. John oh, it's great. I've never seen either. They're really great action movies. Oh, cool. All right, and Steve, are they you campy? Watch? Um, no. Oh, I don't think so. I, I mean, dramatic. It, it, they're they're more dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you like dogs, uh, you'll love it because of his relationship with his dog. Aww. Oh, Donna. I mean, I know. It, it's all based on his relationship with his dog. That's how it starts. Oh, cute. Yeah. You already, you got me. You had me at dog, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys, I got to tell you, uh, actress Leah Michelle is at the center of a social media firestorm. Uh, we'll tell you why when we come right back on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Eyewitness News forecast mostly sunny, breezy, and warm, low humility. Humility, a high of 83. <laughs> you say humility? Low humility. Everybody's walking around. Look at me. I have low humility. Trying to get that done before that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. Hi, St. Louis. We love you guys. Uh, Hey, you know what? We should also mention listener rewards in June. You should go to mytalk1071.com or download the app because there's tons of prizes. Yeah, no kidding. How about $500 from AARP? Me like You can get the app. You can stream online. Either spot will allow you to get registered. Uh, do it today if you don't have our app already. What are you waiting we're for? We're disappointed. Mm-hmm. A little bit. We'd oh, like what? it if we you can't... got it. That's just the worst thing that you hear. Like if your dad ever said, I'm disappointed, I'm disappointed in you. In uh, you. Uh, yeah. When adults say it to other adults, it's, it's not my jam. 
I hear you. Because yeah. they usually hear it through emails from angry oh. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just disappointed you. Dawn, oh. more people love you. Okay, I know. Everybody loves you, Dawn. <laughs> Not all. That's okay, though. That's all right. We can't all be loved. Yeah, start loving yourself, and maybe you'll change your mind. There you go. Bieber. Oh, nice. Bieber said Nice. That. Pop culture <laughs> reference. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Guys, I tell you, someone who's not real loved right now, um, actress Leah Michelle. She may be a mean girl. I miss this story. So it's a big I, story, and it's and it has to do all I. But all I read were headlines. I never read the article. So a former actor that she worked with saying mm, not so nicey. Yeah. So let me tell you how it all started. She posted something in support of uh, the protesters and saying, you know, speaking out about uh, George Floyd and, um, you know, just trying to be supportive of Black Lives Matter. So then one of her former co-stars from Glee, um, an actress by the name of Samantha uh, Marie Ware, immediately called her out on Twitter over her past behavior. And then that launched an avalanche of um, av- of tweets Whoa. From others, several actors. I know, Avalanche, sorry. Avalanche. Um, Avalanche. <laughs> avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was an absolute avalanche. Wait, wait, Dawn, I'm about to hit this. Okay. It might okay. be loud. It's been a long week. I'm like a zombie. I well, just listen, said humility you... instead of humidity. humidity. Yeah, low humility this weekend with uh, temperatures in the low 80s. Donna, don't you dare try to just walk past that. I know, when you, you say that. avalanche. He will never let me. He'll be like, whoa, Nelly. Oh, avalanche. Oh, All right, Lange. continue. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, Don, that's another word that I always have a problem with, like homage. Now, here, well, let me. Homage. So, here's the thing. Avalanche there, I'm sure you just mix that up. But if if Donna is a little uncertain of the correct pronunciation, she will add affectation to it. So, she she won't say, like, homage or homage. She'll say, homage. So as not to draw attention. She also wants, um, just to catch you up on some of our greatest hits from the past, she also once had to uh, cold read the word Mumbai, you know, the city in India. And she got to it and went, Mumbai. That's one of my favorites. Donna. What? New Jersey public school systems right at your service. Anyway. What are you saying about Leah Michelle? Oh, thanks for asking. Right. Okay, um, Samantha Marie Ware. Yes, so she called her out and she said, you made my life a living hell when oh, wow. I worked with you on Glee. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would bleep in my wig. She's an African, African-American girl as mm-hmm. well. So yep. that's why she was responding to her support of the Black Lives Matter movement like calling her out for her insincerity like you bullied me right as a black woman oh there's more uh she said amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in hollywood well then mm, leah michelle ends up putting out a quote-unquote apology talking about you know apologizing saying she was uh immature she listen to what she said Whether it was my privileged position and perspective that caused me to be perceived as insensitive or inappropriate at times, or whether it was just my immaturity and me just being unnecessarily difficult, I apologize for my behavior and for any pain which I have caused. 
Of course, people are calling her out for when you put in a but or an if uh, hmm. or a if perceived. I was perceived. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you're not owning your actions. Right. And she's not the only person saying this. There was um, let's see, somebody else, a former 30 Rock actor, Keith Powell. I don't know who he played. Oh, but- yeah. Keith Powell. He was a uh, he played twofer on 30 Rock. And he was in the Twin Cities last year, he and his wife. Um, yeah, and they, and they stopped by Twin Cities Live, and they were oh, okay. delightful people. Really, really sweet. Well, he replied to uh, Samantha Marie Ware's tweet by saying, I co-sign on this. Leah Michelle is a terrible human and has said terrible things to many different types of people, including racist microaggressions to and about black people. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, no. This is really bad. Um, and there's more. Um, somebody else pointed out um, um, Naya Rivera, who is also on Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, a fan said Naya Rivera tried to warn others about Michelle's poor behavior in the past uh, in her 2016 book, Sorry Not Sorry, Dreams, Mistakes and Growing Up. Rivera described Michelle as being unprofessional on the set. And uh, the tension between them, she discusses uh, while they were filming. Heather Morris, also from Glee, said um, she kind of took a different approach. She said, let me be very clear. Hate is a disease in America and we're trying to cure it. So I would never wish for hate to spread to anyone else. With that said, was she unpleasant to work with? Very much so. For Leah to treat others with the disrespect that she did for as long as she did, I believe she should be called out. Um, You know, and then she put part of the blame is on others who allowed it to go on for so long without speaking out. Mm. Um, And then finally, this one really makes me sad. At the Emmy Awards, um, I think it was probably 10 years ago, I believe it was like 2010. This... um, transgender woman was in the ladies room and she saw Leah Michelle and she was like, Oh my God, she's beautiful. I, you know, I, she was a little starstruck and she said, I'm washing my hands and I went to reach for the soap or the paper towels. And she said, Leah Michelle was actually standing there with her friends talking bleep, being a mean girl, making fun of people's outfits. And I was just trying to get out of there. And I said, excuse me. Cause she was standing there blocking her reach for the door. And Leah Michelle says to this this trans woman, she says, excuse me, excuse you. You're in the women's bathroom. So, oh, my God, this woman, she goes by plastic martyr. Um, she says she brushed me off, continued laughing with her friends. People started staring at me and pointing. And she said she was mid transition at the time and she was passable, but not as passable she said i hadn't had any surgery yet i was still undergoing laser treatment i was starting hormones and i was very vulnerable at that time and to have that amplified by other people is very damaging and very dangerous for trans people and it's why so many end up taking their own lives oh i mean it's just really heartbreaking and i don't i don't know if Leah Michelle, I mean, you know what Leah Michelle should do? She should go on Oprah's uh, round table or town hall mm-hmm. talk, you know, and listen and just listen to what people have to say. Yeah. Because yeah, that's if you hear a succession, a succession of people um, all coming from different perspectives saying that 
there's a, a common thread of meanness um, or mistreatment or just flat out, you know, just not being kind and, uh, and decent in your interactions with people. That's that is a those are warning warning lights, right? To like, I need to do some introspection here and some soul searching yes. to figure out wh- how am I living um, and and how do I change? And you know what the most confusing thing for me is? You're already a star. You know, you're like, you've got a starring role from what I understand, right? I never watch Glee, mm-hmm. but I mean, her name is oh, always synonymous with it. I, her voice, if you just set aside the personality, is really we good. all know outstanding. Yeah. It's it's yeah. really, really good. You've already got the spotlight on you. Why wouldn't you use your your position to do good? Mm. Why would you bad? be so unhappy and exactly well, hatred out there? You know, I think that's a that's a reminder that that you know usually when we're mistreating someone, um, very often it comes from insecurity, and very often even shines of uh, excuse me signs of ego, a show of ego will is rooted in insecurity. Like that's you're you're sort of compensating and sort of trying to puff yourself up or make mm-hmm. others feel smaller. So true. And no matter the position, no matter the spotlight, um, it's just further proof that. The job you have, the starring role you have, the notoriety, the fame that you have, none of that, none of it can actually give you true internal, like, security. Right. And true... That's true. Um, got to come from within. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, uh, oh, gosh. Now this is... Okay, let's play a word right, game yeah. now. All right, here, All right, we, here go. we go. Um, it's like you're... you're it's uh, sort of like self-worth. Identity! Oh, if you okay. get your identity and you get your value from the job you have or the, you know, it's you'll a you'll be up and down one day to the next based on whatever your individual performance might be or the headline. Right. And then it's just and you just realize that it, it can't do it. It's it's fake. It's counterfeit. This is not I need something bigger than than this, something more true than this role or this fame or whatever to like to ground me, to root me. Yeah. I almost feel like she needs to call people personally. And have a conversation. That's what I always feel mm. like in these situations. That yeah. to put it out like as a public statement is really just self-serving. You want to try to repair your image. That's what it says. It doesn't say anything to the actual person that was hurt. Right. You know? Yeah. Like she needs to make some phone calls and do some listening. And then let that person, if they want to speak publicly, say, I had a conversation with Leah Michelle and she deeply apologized for what she did to me and is now realizing how she can change. That's one thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what Drew Brees did. Oh, Drew Brees got a lot yeah. of backlash about his uh, him not thinking that people should kneel during the anthem, um, and then at least one of his teammates said that he got on that Drew Brees called him that day that afternoon, and they had you know some level of a heart to heart, and it's not like they they left it and everything was as it was before, but that's right. it, right? You got to do you got to do the tough work of like let's have some conversations and let it let me figure out how I've where my blind spots are, how I haven't seen you, how I haven't respected you. Right. Yeah. Yep. So I don't have a shirt on. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Anything else you'd like to add? I'll tell you why <laughs> quickly. I got my hair cut yesterday, and um, the back of my head, my hair was so long that my the back of my head has not seen sunlight in a long time. So it is very white, and I didn't know that until my wife said, "Whoa, the back of your head is like very, very bright white." Wow. So I said, "Do we have any sunless tanner like that Jergen <laughs> oh, stuff?" Geez. So I rubbed it on the back of my head, and I was like, while I'm at it, I may as well, you know, rub down the temple. 
So I'll put my shirt back on. Okay, please do. Thank you. Just what? make sure to let it dry first. Yeah. Yes, so yes, yes, because otherwise you're going to have fan an orange on yet. Yep, there you go. Put the ceiling fan on. Um, when we come back, you know, normally um, we say if you see something, say something. And sometimes it's something weird or something that we disapprove of. Uh, this time we have a couple of really cool stories. Um, we saw something. We want to say something. want to share it with you when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, a Friday edition. Let's share some good news. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. That's my favorite. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. All right. Um, This is super cool. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but um, while Lake Street burned last Friday, you know, and its stores uh, were gutted and the streets were filled with, you know, fear and confusion, there was one building um, that was a beacon of hope for Minneapolis. And that building is the former Sheraton Minneapolis Midtown Hotel. Hmm. It has been sold um, to a gentleman, and it is tucked just north of Lake Lake and Chicago, just north of there. And... It evacuated. It's evacuated of its all its conventional guests, and it has become a refuge for more than two hundred homeless people who were seeking shelter from everything that was taking place in the cities. Their homes, the streets, the streets. Exactly. I mean, you know, people who may have been sleeping in tents and things oh. like that, or their car. Um, one gentleman's car burned, so mm. he was living in his car, and oh. then his car burned. So. This is really cool because there were volunteers working around the clock to keep the hotel turned shelter like running. And it's a what a brilliant idea. Um, People in the community came together. They creating created this space. I don't know if it's going to stay this way permanently, but it actually gives the the homeless, you know, a place to keep them safe. And, you know, it's typical hotel room with a TV and a shower and clean sheets every day. Um, It's just awesome. Um, It looks like um, volunteers approached the owner of this former Sheridan because they were going to rebrand it and everything. Um, It's got 136 rooms um, and they just began shepherding people sleeping in tents by the Midtown Greenway. Over wow. to the hotel. So, I don't know. Maybe this is going to be like the start of something new and good to come up with, you know, thinking outside the box. And, mm. you know, yeah. I, I'd imagine that hotels are probably don't have the business that they normally do anyway. Right. So, they came up with a first aid station. People, it, it's just such a smart model, I think. And... um. You know, it's also a place where there's no restrictions because one gentleman was interviewed and he said, you know, it's great that there are homeless shelters, but sometimes, you know, there are a lot of rules. And Right, there has to be for people's safety. Of course. And so in this case, it's just a little bit more, you know, you feel like you can have a little more dignity 
sure. in sure. some cases. Sure. So yeah. good on them and for all the volunteers who made that happen. I just I just love that. I've got a note from, do you remember when we spoke with Rob Williams from the Sheridan story about, oh goodness, a month or so back? Yes, yes. This is yes. in the midst of the COVID-19 crisis and how, um, how so many school kids would be out of school and therefore going uh, potentially mealless in the middle of the day for breakfast or lunch. And so they stepped up and th- that's a need that they really try to meet. Well, Got a note from uh, him today that he was saying, hey, if you're able to share it on air, great. Mm -hmm. So the 18 truckloads of food that were collected from Sunday's food drive at Sanford Middle School, remember how Uh just overwhelming the response was? Yes, love it. He says those have all been distributed, helping to nourish those most affected by the unrest. But over these past few days... Uh, the folks at Sheridan Story have gained a better understanding of the need in neighborhoods directly affected by store closures, by looting and destruction, and sadly, the demand is staggering. So while we have, uh, while they've worked to gain more donations of food and essential items over the last 48 hours, it has not been enough to serve the need. So okay. they know that the uh, the drive and ability to help right now in our community is very strong. So they are adding an urgent food collection. This Saturday, so it's going to be Saturday uh, from 10 o'clock until 2 p.m. And uh, maybe what we can do, I will, I'll pass this on to you, uh, Donna, so that we can get this info up maybe on our show links page. Yep, I have it. Actually. Okay, you have it. Yep, Great. Thank you. Um, so it's going to happen at Patton, uh, 2723 Patton Road in Roseville, Minnesota. And what they're looking for are non-perishable canned food, rice, pasta, diapers, wipes, feminine hygiene items and baby formula um and then they will have some food donation signs that will be set up and then you'll be able to drop the items off in tents that they have set up in their parking lot and they're saying hey invite fam invite friends neighbors co-workers bring donated food and other essential items for the event and, and this is a really important thing that that they're bringing up our friends at the sheridan story the initial rush to help is often very dramatic and impressive and overwhelming that being said it's a long sustained need and rob knows this because keeping school kids fed throughout summers it's always a long stretch throughout COVID 19 it's a long stretch and so this too with the uh destruction of grocery stores and places where people would normally go especially some of these folks might not have access to vehicles to be able to get around and just go one town over and now there's also limited um metro transit availability right so um Yes, if you could do that, that would be great. But also, don't forget that monetary donations are also a way if you can't get down there. For sure. Um, because they really know how to stretch a dollar. Um, they've been doing this for a long time, and they are They're like able the to... trained shoppers. You know? Yes, they know how to get a lot more for a buck than we probably do. So and, uh, I would also like to mention Support the Cities is a group that we interviewed this morning. They oh. are doing great work with the grocery stores that have been destroyed, buying food from them so that they awesome. can distribute that way so they can help the stores out that have been uh, destroyed. So that's another great way. Support great. the cities. Awesome. I'll link all this up for you guys at mytalk1071.com under the Donna and Steve show page. Look there. Also look under the morning show. I bet there's uh, links there mm-hmm. as well. So uh, we will get to that. And when we come back, uh, Dawn's going to have a dirt alert for us. <laughs> and then we'll tell you uh, what music artist has launched a college fund for George Floyd's daughter. That and more coming up next in the beat on My Talk 1071. 
Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.